G'day, Darth. Yeah, I've been waiting for this day because um, the selection process is pretty difficult. You know, as you can imagine, we've probably called over 60 girls over the last week. Um, and so getting to this point where we can get together and focus on our game is um, going to be great. You've had to omit a couple of the players, and that must have been very difficult. Les Elder and Eloise Blackwell spring to mind, senior statesmen around that side. Just how hard was that, and, and why did they miss the cut there, Wayne? Can you share that with us? Um, oh, no, I don't think I'll share why they missed the cut. Uh, what I would say is I've been, you know, there's a whole group of them, Darth, of women of that era who have been special um, servants for the game. You know, they've given heaps to not just the Black Ferns, but the rugby in general. And, of course, you feel for them. Like, I really feel for them. And, and some of those meetings are really difficult. Um, but, you know, it's uh, as always, it's it's an opinion. Yeah, you can go on. You can go on a bit of data and, and form and that sort of stuff. But it still comes down to an opinion, whether you pick people or whether you don't. It's still, still some of the opinion. Yeah, so I've got a huge appreciation of what they've done for the game. And... You know, I think we've said to all of them that there's going to be a Stephen Donald moment at some point, I reckon, and you never say never. And so, you know, you never know. Some of these some of these ladies might get an opportunity throughout the tournament. Does it you, Wayne, that has to have those conversations, or Wesley Clark or Whitney Hanson? How does that work? Yeah, we share it. So I've got a really good um, crew working with me. So we share those jobs. Um, Alan Bunting and I do a lot around the Waikato and both Fendi area. But everyone chips in, takes takes the weight off me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty lucky there. There's been some wonderful um, uh, uh, additions to the side through the Sevens program as well. Portia Woodman, Sarah Hidney, um, Teresa Fitzpatrick. Uh, great to see them pushing their way through the 15-a-side game. Anything stood out in particular? Or you're not going to share that with me either, Wayne? <laughs> um, yeah, we've got those ladies to uh, camp um, up at Westlake Boys about four weeks ago, I think it was, four or five weeks ago. So they came in, um, at, took part in our training sessions, went through, we spent the first couple of days going through all our, our skill activities that allow us to play the fast game that we're trying to play. Um, they're on our, our um, video portal, so they get to see all the games, all the training runs. They've done a lot of homework, those girls, they're used to it. You know, they're in a professional environment clearly with um, seven so they used to doing the homework um, I, I was impressed with them you know they're clearly international athletes um, who are going to add a bit to us and they've played for the played for the black teams before as well and done well so um, yeah they, they sort of complement our team really well you mentioned professional athletes, and I suppose when it comes to transitioning between uh, the two different codes, if you will, it's important that they take all of that with them. It's a real a demonstration of their worth, and they bring a lot of that uh, to the group. Yeah, I mean, the word professional to me doesn't doesn't really it doesn't signify whether you're paid or not. You know, I, I think a lot of um, these women, that, that special group I talked about before, the the um, more experienced players, yeah, they were professional. In, a, in an amateur era. And I think that's why the Black Ferns were so good and won so many World Cups because the playing field was the same. No one was getting paid. It's just that we did it better. Those Black Ferns did it better. Now now there's been a change given that, you know, England and France, they've got professional competitions. England have been professional for a lot, three and a half years now. They're ahead of everyone else in terms of strength and conditioning. 
we're catching up. Um, but I don't think we can beat them playing a traditional game. So we're looking to play a different sort of game that will hopefully put some of those teams under pressure. Wayne Smith joins us, uh, Black Ferns Director of Rugby. So this announcement does definitely point toward the style you'll be playing. Can you encapsulate that for us in a, in a paragraph or two, Wayne? Well, com- coming into this um, job, you know, I talked to the girls about, I think, the importance of reflecting our diversity in our, in our population. You know, we were settled in the 1200s by Polynesians, Māori, um, then the pioneers came out from from the UK. We're a we're a nation that was brought up on number eight wire. You know, you could replace a broken fan belt with a stocking, and that's that's what I want us to reflect: is don't follow what everyone else does. Um, we'll play our game, and the the piece that's important around that is having the courage to play it because it's an attacking game and it's different to what a lot of the other teams will be playing. Um, so that's that's something we've got to work on is under pressure, have you got the courage to play it? Since you've turned up, Wayne, have you seen a huge shift in, in, in attitude uh, around the women that you're working with? Have they bought in entirely to what you're trying to bring to this programme? Well, it's fair to say, Darth, that initially, um, so my first uh, week with the team, like I turned up really to give the coaches a hand on the field now and again that that was the role um, I was never going to be a, a director of rugby or the head coach it was simply to help the others and then that report came out um, there were resignations all around us um, it was a really really difficult time difficult for the players, difficult for the staff um, so rebuilding from that has been a big job and a, and a really important job probably have to ask someone else in the middle whether it's working or not for me I'm really enjoying it like um, there's huge desire in the team these these women you know we've got lawyers we've got a medical student we've got a civil engineering student we've got teachers all, all sorts in the team and they've had to struggle for this stuff you know um, they work there's a mum in the team a couple of mums in the team and it hasn't been easy for them. And so for them, you know, they care hugely about it. There's been a wee bit around Wayne Smith about the tournament only being played in the upper reaches of the North Island. Is it problematic for you at all? Or? Um, oh, it's beyond my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> like I, when, when, in 2011, um, fair to say that we loved going down to, to Christchurch um, to... I suppose honour the people down there after the earthquakes. We trained down there before we played France in the round-robin game. It was hugely motivational for the team. And, yeah, ideally you'd want to get around a bit more of the country, but it is what it is. Um, you clearly were excited of uh, being able to play at Eden Park um, with the history there. And, um, yeah, so, but we're just going to enjoy what's what's in front of us. And we're going to enjoy watching you enjoy what's in front of you. Not that you expected that a year or so ago. Wayne Smith, thanks so much for joining the program. As always, mate, you go well. Looking forward to future chats uh, up until and during the tournament. Thanks, Darth. All the best.